You're listening to Joseph Poyer's sermon about our purpose in life. Hey everybody, my name is JP. Um, if I haven't met you, I'd love to meet you before I leave. Um, uh, I was saved when I was about 16 years old. Um, I was called in the ministry when I was 18. Um, God really ripped my heart apart and told me that what I'm supposed to do the rest of my life is talk to kids, talk to teenagers, talk to adults, talk to whoever it is about God, and, and really that's everybody's calling. Um, yeah, I just want to come and hang out with you guys and get to talk with you. It's an honor to talk with you guys. There's a bunch of different faces this year. Um, I got to talk last year with you guys. Uh, I guess it wasn't you guys. It was just different faces, but still a lot of same, a lot of different, um, so it's pretty cool. Um, if you guys got your Bibles, you want to go ahead and open them up to Genesis, that'd be excellent. Um, kind of an Old Testament kind of guy. Um, I don't know why, but I like the Old Testament. I love the New Testament for sure because it's got, you know, God's grace and Jesus and everything in it. But I really like the Old Testament. So we're going to be in Genesis. How was school? How was school? You guys just got back in. How was it? You fa- who just said you failed? Who wasn't even finished? I mean, you, you went out from a, you, what'd you fail? You didn't fail? You, who got F's? Who got F's? For anything. Who got F's? You got, you got F for what? For homework? Come on, guys. You guys, if I don't get F's in college, and let me tell you, I am not a school person at all, there's no excuse at all for you, any of you to get a D at all. So is everybody having fun being back at school? Straight A's? Wow, I'll never be straight A's. All right, good job. Anyways, <clears throat> so that's real cool, guys, that you guys are back in school. Um, that's real awesome. How many of y'all feel like school is where you belong? Not at all? That's good. Anyways, glorifying God is, a, is, is our purpose of life, is our purpose of, of existence. But before even we get to glorifying God, where do we come from? Who are we? Our mommy. Well, that's the truth, I guess, right? Our mommy. All right, what about in the Old Testament where we came from? Do any of you guys know where we came from in the Old Testament? God, exactly, Adam and Eve, heard. In Genesis, it talks, about, it talks about God's love for us, and that's what we're going to hit on first, because before I think we can even know what our purpose is, we really need to know how much God loves us, and how much God cares about us, before we even talk about what our purpose is. Because our purpose, as individuals, we have a set purpose of what we do, and what we're made of, but on top of that, God's given you abilities, and given you skills, and given you talents, and given you things that, that you might not have even found yet, because you're still young, you're still searching. I'm only 20, I'll be 21 in April, and I still haven't found all the skills that I have. Let me tell you, it's exciting, especially with you guys growing up and, and getting older. I love standing up here and looking back because where a lot of you are now, and especially the younger years, I wasn't where you are now at all. I wasn't involved in church at all. It is cool to see you guys involved in church and here, and Jason can account to that, and Shay can too. We were, we were bad kids when we were young. Yeah, we were. We weren't good at all. And, and I'm happy that I can look out and see a generation that's here now that is that you love God, that you're here, that you come on a weekly basis, that you come to church on Sundays because that's something I didn't have. And it's so amazing to see that you guys are here and you guys are involved and you're doing something. See, back to the God's love for us. How many of you know that God really loves you? How many of you know that God did everything for you and that's awesome? That's totally sweet. In Genesis, it talks about, in Genesis 1, we're gonna, that's what we're going to hit on, Genesis 1, 26. All of you know about the six days, right? The seven days God created the earth heavens and all that cool stuff. If not, we can go over it real quick. Everybody got that? Cool. Everybody's got it good. All right, sweet. Y'all been in Sunday school long enough, right? Yeah? All right, cool. 
Check it out. Check it out. We're going to hit uh, Genesis 1. We're going to go from 26 to 27. I'm going to read it out to you guys. <clears throat> God said, God said, now we will make humans and they will be like us. We will let them rule the fish and the birds and all other living creatures. So right there, God's talking about, I want to make something. I've already made all the fish. I've already made all the birds and everything, all the way down to the nasty cockroaches and crawl through your skin. You know, you, 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 you watched MIB, didn't you? Guys, men in black. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Anyways, there's a huge cockroach in men in black, and it's it's gross. It's it was disgusting, I agree. Uh, anyways, anyways. On from there, on from there. God's what's God God created us. And do a lot of do you guys know how God created you? Do you know what specifically different that God the way God created you is different than what God created all the other creatures and even us? Huh? In his own image, but in his physical way of creating us, what was different exactly is us. I don't, I, do any of you have art, like in school? Maybe that's elementary. Mm, I had art. I, didn't, I never had art. And, yeah, I had to go to art school. Anyways, art. Back when you were in elementary school, we had this really awesome art teacher at First Baptist, which was the church ministry. Her name was Miss Zabo. And she, was, she was awesome. She had, this, she had this cool kiln thing, and you would make pots out of clay, and then you would, like, put it in a kiln and burn it. If, you ever have, if you've ever had an opportunity, John and Gina do um, clay pots and stuff. They're beautiful. They do an awesome job. It's really cool. Uh, pottery, exactly. It's awesome. Anyways, on top of that, back, back to what we're talking about now. God created us with his physical form. Everything else on this earth, he, he talked into existence. He thought into existence. Us, he did it differently. He actually reached down, grabbed some dirt. Yeah, we're, we're made out of dirt. It's horrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm dirt too, buddy. <laughs> We're made out of dirt, but God, seriously, he, he reached down, grabbed dirt. He clumped it together, and, and clumping together, he made Adam. He made Eve. Yeah, it, it, to think about the, the, the time that God put in, which, you know, God is God. He probably just, you know, was there. and Yeah, like, he, he probably just, like, I don't know, just spun it on the little thing. And, I don't know, whatever. But just the fact to know that God... God loved us. God cared about us enough to not just think us into existence. He physically, we got made by God on, on the sixth day. When you're born, it should say, made by God. Because, like, I'm sure Adam, had, yeah, not made in China. No, no, Adam, he had, a, like, tattooed on the bottom of his foot. It was, like, made by God. Because, like, check it out, guys. He was actually physically molded together, and he, and he puts piece together, like, piece by piece, all the way up to, to the last hair on his head. Check it out, guys. God knows everything in your head. God knows everything about you, inside out. There's nothing that you can hide, nothing. God knows you. God created every little thing about Adam, every little thing about Eve. He made everything about you. God cares about you. God loves you. He's in love with you. He's in love with him. It's just, it's what God did. He created you out of dust. You know, as we go further along, God talks about everything that he created is good. And it's true. I, I just look at look at your body. Look at how it was created. Look at how I got a cut on my hand that I got from a fryer at work. And I know that that's going to heal. And I know that's going to fix itself. And, and I got cuts all over because I'm really bad with knives. I cut lemons and I cut my finger and, and they kind of get away from that stuff. But, you know, as Ethan, I'm always putting on a Band-Aid. Like, oh, there's a little bit of a 
I mean, seriously, I, I'll cut myself all over the place. But just, just to, to look at your body and just to be like, uh, like I, I'm really hairy. I'm Wolverine. You know, I sweat real bad. I just, you know, it's horrible. But still, just to know, like, what we were created for. To know that God created us with personal input, with, with love, with, oh, you, you understand? Do you see what I'm talking about? Do you see what I'm talking about? What is your purpose? Why are you here? What's your existence? Every breath you make, Rob Bell is an amazing speaker. He made this awesome video, and I love this video. Don't get me wrong. I, I didn't make it. It's just amazing what he says. He talks about how every breath you breathe. Oh, and on top of that, when God also made you, he breathed life into you. Like he did. He like, and you started talking about this. Like seriously, like he, he breathed life into you. He not only just created you out of dirt, and was like, alive. No, he physically got down there and he breathed you. And he made your heart. And, and I'm sure his breath didn't stink. And <laughs> I just thought about it. I'm like, yeah. He's like, wait a second, Gump. Stop. Anyways, every, every breath we worship, every breath that we have, everything that we, we, we do should be to worship. Existence to glorify God. Good job. How many of you can say on a daily basis this year you definitely glorify God? I can tell you at work, I can tell you at my restaurant, I feel like I do. Really? No pickles plus cheese minus, what? Are you serious? It's a chicken sandwich, come on. You don't even want the bun? What are you doing? And it's just sometimes I'm just like, oh. What is, what is a chocolate shake or whatever without whipped cream and cake? It's not worth it, Danny. Why? Anyways, if you haven't noticed, I, I work at Chick-fil-A. I, I love work. You guys grow up, go to work at Chick-fil-A. Seriously. <laughs> Advertise it. Take your parents out right now. Go buy Chick-fil-A. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but seriously, glorify God at, at all times, every breath, every prayer, every everything. I know uh, from a person from growing up, especially in my younger years, like around 12, oh, I was just like a butterfly in God's hands. I was just constantly praying. And I, I lived that for a long time. Where I would go to church and I'm like, yeah, praise God, hallelujah, yeah. And then I'm leaving, like, yeah, dude, what are we doing now? Let's go to church, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, but serious, it's just, I know what it's like. I've been there. I've been your age. Not that long ago, not that long ago, I'm only 20 years old. What's young, who, who, who's younger? Not mentally, Jason, age. How old are you? 11, okay. 12, Karen. How old? 11, all right, 11. So, so basically, how old? Nine. Oh, eight. Kara? Yeah, she she doesn't even talk yet all the way. Not all the way. I mean, if I try to, I mean, I probably could have a good conversation with her. But seriously, at the, 
at the age of nine, I, I definitely wasn't where you were. My family wasn't involved in church. I didn't know what it meant to glorify God. I didn't know what it meant to, to have my life be like be in love with God and, and to worship God. And I had no idea you know, that at all. And, and you guys are there. You come to church. You hang out. I mean, that's totally awesome. But it's more than just that. You know, our purpose is to, to worship God, to glorify God, to, to, spread God, to spread God's word amongst people. And that's what we're here for. How many of you guys talk about football or what do you girls talk about? I'm not a girl. Shopping. Yeah? What? Band? All right, band. Okay. We'll do a universal one. How many of you guys talk about band all the time? Yeah? All right. Artists? Different types of music, except for country, we exit that out. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to say that, I had to say that. But seriously, but okay, my question now is, is how many times do you talk about God with your friends? Yeah? All right. Good. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's okay for us to talk about football and bands and churches and our glasses, our pink slippers, whatever it is you guys talk about now, because when I was your age, AIM just came out. Let me tell you, we're at home. Y'all now have phones and at nine and stuff. Nine, at nine. A phone at nine. No, but in all seriousness, that went right over your head, didn't it? God, God created us for a reason, and that was to have personal relationships with him. Is that a dollar? Personal relationship with him. Check this out. God loves you so much, and he loved Adam and Eve so much, that even after they sinned, even after they sinned, even after they ate that apple of knowledge of good and evil, he still clothed them after he kicked them out of the garden. Still, but he Closed them. He did not just boot them out and be like, peace out, you know, get out of here. You know, you, you really messed up. Peace. No way. He didn't do that at all. Even after he booted them out, he still clothed them. He still put clothing on them. And you know that he, even to this day, he's still weeping and crying the fact that we don't understand him. He can't just come and fix us. He just can't come down and physically sit down in a chair and talk with us. He brought Just the pieces, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, if God put all this effort into us, he did all this stuff, he created the world, and I mean, he definitely had to sleep there and look up on God and everything else. But we have a way to do that. We have an awesome way to do that, and that's through Jesus. You know, Jesus died for us. God sent him here on a suicide mission, basically. No, but if you think about it, like, in all honesty, he came here to die, and he knew he was going to die, and that's what he was called to do. He came here to die so that, that we could have eternal life with his father, the way it should have been in the beginning, but because we screwed up, we don't have that anymore. And by the way, God still loves us and cares about us because he still clothes us and still helps us, and he's still there, and he's still, he's everywhere. He wants to be with us. And Jesus came down to earth, said, you know what, I don't care that they sin. I don't care that they, they mock me, they hate me, they're going to beat me, they're going to crucify me, they're going to hang me on the cross, they're going to do all this horrible stuff to me. It doesn't matter to me because I still love them. 
because my father still cares for him. My father still cares about him. You know, because of that, that's why we glorify God in our lives. That's why we, we love God. That's why we just that's why it's more than just living a life and and gaining your own success because I I promise you I've been there it it doesn't get you anywhere at all it doesn't you won't build anything up it'll just fall apart and it will just run into the ground and and there won't be anything in you I got loud (laughs) there won't be anything you know our purpose of of existence and of living is to worship, to glorify God and for our life to be a worship. For our life to just, people should know if you're Buddhist or if you're Catholic or if you're a Christian or they should know by the way you live your life. Especially if you're a Christ follower. I put Christian and Christ follower in two separate categories. Because everybody can be a Christian, but only certain people can be those Christ followers. Those people who really love God. Those people who really just give up their all for God. Just because you follow Christ doesn't mean your life is going to be completely easy because it's definitely not going to happen. But let me tell you something. In the end, after you're 102 years old, because we're all going to live to be that age, right? And then even with all those nasty fat foods we eat, fast food, and just, you know, just all the good stuff. I, uh, yeah, exactly. After 102, after we're, we have lived a life of just glorifying God, we're going to be able to, to reach heaven, be able to see God, be able to talk to God, be able to just chill out with Jesus. That's going to be the day, right? Just go to, yo, dude, you want to go play some pool, golf? Yeah. That'd be cool. I don't know if you play pool golf or not. But the roads are gold, so that's pretty nice. Anyways. <laughs> Jesus came down. <laughs> They wax them. <laughs> You're cool. Dyslexia. I got ADD a little bit too. Yeah, that was pretty freaky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's, it happens. You get a girlfriend one day, you'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. Hold off. Anyways. In all seriousness, Jason's still waiting, aren't you, buddy? <laughs> hey, he's waiting for the right one. Don't hit on him. Indy. Oh, don't, don't hate on him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That <laughs> came out way wrong. I agree, totally. <laughs> In John 3.16... You can quote that right off their head. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That's good, that's good, that's good. You're good, you're good. All right. I just, I love to hear that. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For whoever shall believe in him. See, when you're all in accordance, it sounds great. God loves you. No, I think he did. <laughs> he loves you a lot. He loves you so much that he 
became a man, became a a God. And he went and beat up the dead for a little bit. He resurrected three days later and freaked everybody out. For one purpose. The purpose is to be able to have an eternal life with him. To be able to know that when you die, you're going somewhere. To not to just live a life of whatever, and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where you're going to go. You guys have a long time before you have to make huge decisions of life and, and who you're going to marry and what house you're going to buy and where you're going to live. And you, some of you are going to live with your parents. Some of you are just like, I just got into sixth grade. I, I can't even handle all these classes yet. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> He laughs because he knows it's true. Because <laughs> I was right there. Um, no, but seriously, but guys, check this out. There is one decision, one thing that is huge. One thing that is just so life-changing, so just huge. Like, I don't even know another word. Just huge. That's, it's important. Humongous. Humongous. Ginormous. It's so big that it's, for every decision you'll ever make in your life, that's that one decision that's going to impact your life forever. Yeah, I can attest to that. At 13, I went to church camp, and I did the motions, and I did the preaching, and I really thought that I had Jesus. I really thought that I had God. But when I turned 16 years old, God slapped me in the face, and he's like, dude, you should live in a life of purpose. You know, from 16 until I was 18 years old, you know, God showed me where it was I needed to go. God showed me what it was I had to have. Let me tell you what. If it wasn't for God coming into my life and saying, I want to help you. I want to be there for you. I want to love you. I created you. I spent time on you. I, I breathed life into you. And not even that, I sent my son to die for you. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even want to know where I was. I wouldn't want to know where I would be right now. All the guys I grew up with are in jail or not doing well at all, except for purpose, you're right, yes, and Shay, but Shay couldn't go to jail because he's going to be putting people in jail, so that, it didn't work out that way, <laughs> that's so weird, he went to the wrong side of the boat, you know, I mean the right side of the wrong boat, you know, that's all right, the, the people that are out there that are confused, I can't help you, but seriously, I, I, I would, I, I, I drive by some friend's house every time I come home from mountaintop. And they're just sitting out there bumming because they're bummed. They got no direction in their life. They got nothing. They're just, they're sitting there. And every time I drive by, it breaks my heart because I, I love those guys. I grew up with those guys. I went through some tough times in my life with those guys. And they're still just sitting there. And they're just sitting there. Guys, don't let your life get like that. Make that decision. Make that important decision that's going to change everything for you. If you haven't made that decision, if you have, live it up. Because God loves you. Your days can never be bad. Because you're still here, still breathing, and you're still controlled by God. Because you have the choice.
You have a purpose. You, you have a, a, a reason of living, a reason of being. A reason of living. And then after that, it's just like this awakening to, to life, to life. God can do for us. And then you get to start to understand that whole entire focus, the whole entire purpose, the whole reason of, of living, the whole reason of being here is because we glorify God. We worship God. You could actually come to the front and jump around and be crazy like Jordan and I and sweat like pigs and be happy you're doing it. <laughs> and jump up and down like Jason and almost hit people in the face with his arms. Looks like he's directing an airplane coming in. You know, it's just, it's just, it's you. You have a reason to do it, and you just don't go home and you're like, God, I look like an idiot today. I was up there with all those fools dancing around and sweating. No, you leave and you're like, it's so amazing that I got to worship God tonight, and I can actually live in a country that that loves God and that worships God and that allows me to worship God. Because if you go to China, I'll tell you right now, they'll put you in jail and they'll kill you. You won't live. You don't have an excuse not to to worship God and to love God because you have a place to be in. And not even that, once you get saved, you have a reason to. And not even that, you could worship God before you're saved, but you're really not going to understand. You're really not going to know what it means until you do it because then you just you feel that presence of God. It's just amazing, those pills. You know what I'm talking about? You really know. The pills. It's just you know. You know why you're loved. You know why you're here. Even though you might live in a broken home, even though you might live in a divorced home, an alcoholic home, a drug home, whatever home it is, whatever school you go to, whatever it is, you'll have that, that peace. Oh, it's high. Most of you guys know Jonathan Sinek. Let me tell you what, I, I, I look up to that kid more than anything in this world. Let me tell you, I don't think he would have gone as far as he's gone. I've only seen him twice since he's been back. And even the two times I've seen him, he's been really goofy and, and you know, kind of slow. But you know what? He's still loving God. He's still doing what God wants him to do. Yep. Sorry? Oh, yeah. JJ, he's a lot bigger. He's I think there's enough just adults in here. You guys can talk. You don't have to beat up your kids. Guys, we love you. That's why we're here. The A-team is here because we love you. Even the people who are trying out to be on the A-team. And, and just the adults in here, we love you guys. Check this out. We invested our lives in you guys for a purpose. Why? Because we feel that in the future, you guys are going to be able to invest in people, other people's lives. And it's just a big circle in our life. It's just a huge circle. Guys, we love you. I love you. I don't ever want to see you have to go through the struggles that I ever had. I don't ever want to see you go through any of the stuff that I can even talk about. If you have any questions, any, any comments, anything, please grab one of us. Talk to one of us. Don't be afraid. I'll, I'll give you my phone number. I'll, I'll pass it out. Just don't call me at like 3 in the morning and just want to talk about peanut butter and jelly. But, I mean, seriously, I mean, 
<laughs> Jason will talk to you. He's up all night. He works at night. <laughs> but seriously, guys, I wish that I was involved in church here. I wish that I was there. And I wish that while I was there, there was people like, like us who could be there to help you, who's not afraid to talk to you. And, and, I, and I, you come talk to me. You can be honest with me because I'm going to be honest with you. Why? Because we love you. Because God loves us. Because we understand what it is to be loved because we know that God loves us. 